very consistent. I'm a very stable genius, really. Brexit means Brexit. Why? I'd rather be dead in a ditch. China. What? China. What? China. We looked at the dining table and saw an opportunity to play with whack. Strong and stable. Britain stood alone last night as... Uh, Kipper, you are fake news. Why? Because it's maybe that you don't know what is going on, but people won't be able to tell the difference. No, not you. Not you. Your organization's terrible. Why? Just why? Welcome back to Why Just Why. Thank you for joining us again. You are coming to us on our second episode in our series on Mr. Donald J. Trump. Woo! <laughs> 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 don't even know what that was but yeah, as always joining me on my left we have Ian Reynolds hello folks to my right we have Dave Tinsley hey and I am Craig Taylor we are going to jump straight in where we left off but a bit of a quick recap last week we were talking about Donald's family where he got his money from how basically it was his granddad and his dad who essentially funded him that's yeah, the only yeah, yeah, yeah. Not essentially did. Just did. Yeah, yeah, Not essentially. He just did. That's why he's got money. And his granddad was a very, very fastidious, studious, well, Any, anyone, random just, guy yeah, yeah. who basically done everything <laughs> and somehow managed to. He'd, he'd fallen a pile of manure and come out smelling the roses. Yeah, 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 <laughs> just yeah. unbelievable guy. And then his dad was a con man just like him. So, yeah. So I had to choose a Trump. Uh, granddad Trump was my favourite Trump. Yeah. yeah, Granddad Trump was pretty awesome to be fair. Trump. It was hardcore Trump. My uh, my favorite Trump was one I had about an hour ago. It was, fucking <laughs> <laughs> it was a but, close call. <laughs> but you left us last week with Ian just giving you the rundown on Trump's first project, which was the Commodore Hotel. You left us where we were talking about his connections. He's met Roy Cohn, and he's managed to get himself a fairly tasty tax abatement, Ooh, and he's yes. managed to play all the sides off against each other so he can actually fund the project. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pass back over to Ian to finish off that story. So yeah. Gets approved, you know, everything's going forward, moving forward and that. And it's forward, forward and forward and forward and forward and forward. <laughs> <laughs> no backs. <laughs> All forward. We have the best forwards. <laughs> it's like Star Trek. Yeah. Boldly <laughs> going forward because we can't find reverse. No! He does the refurbishments on the Commodore Hotel. And when you look into it, it's actually, I'm surprised how they said it was 100 million. When they said before, you know, like his, his dad saying, oh, it's going to cost uh, this much to, to build all these homes. Are you sure? Yes. I kind of think maybe he'd done this with him. Um, did he say, now this, when he said with, 100 with million, yeah, well, when he said, did he say 100 million dollars? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he say like 100 million pesos? Yen or pesos or something like that. <laughs> I was just hoping that no one noticed. <laughs> <laughs> did he actually just say dollars? He just said 100 million. Yeah, yeah. He left it. There's 100 million. What? Daffodils? Was it 100 million bar? <laughs> like 12p? <laughs> the refurbishments wasn't necessary it looked it extensively looked apart but there's not mm. dramatically too much he'd done to it except for externally he slapped a load of mirrors on the outside oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he banged a load of mirrors on the on the outside of it and then the inside it's basically a slap of paint everywhere made everything look a bit more fancier a bit more 
That just sounds like Donald Trump all over, really. Yeah. It? It's like, what can we do to make this better? Make it shiny. Yeah, spit <laughs> shine the thing. I want it to shine. <laughs> so, when he when he said to Hyatt, "Oh yeah, you know, we need like seventy million investment from you," I think that kind of went and into my pocket. I'm not saying it did. One million for the hotel. <laughs> Sixty-nine million for me. <laughs> oh look, there's all the money gone. Well, that's the thirty million. That's the loan paid off. Wasn't he meant? <laughs> pay off the loan is 30 million <laughs> I need more money I need more <laughs> <laughs> time uh, to make up numbers I, yeah. I mean it, it looked alright but when you actually have a closer look it wasn't really great uh, a bit, bit confused now he spent that much money it was hailed as a massive success though wasn't it yeah because it did actually generate this is the thing that he, was, he is and we, we will go on to talk more about he's a brilliant advertiser he can sell shit to a shoe <laughs> from that aspect as well he is good at that we've already mentioned he is a con man it's all that we're going to have the best rooms we're going to have the best dish you want to come down you want to come see this place like I say it's shiny yeah that's right it's it well doesn't it yeah it does I mean it's not it's when you look behind the scenes it's a bit crap but from what the general public see of it, yeah, it looks does look amazing. Get down here, come have a look at it. It's all brand new. And he sells it right, sells it well, and then starts bringing people back in. Now, also to mention at this time, it wasn't until like early 80s that it actually opened. And he's saying he's done loads for the society. But the Mayor Beam is out and has been out for a few years at this point. <laughs> been out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's <has> been. <laughs> <laughs> um, Puns, we got them. <laughs> and, and Koch this new fella is in now he's been in for a few years now and he's very anti-corruption mm. he's been turning the place around so even though yes it's doing very well New York hasn't done very well because he suddenly made this hotel and look what I've done for New York but he's playing off that oh yeah he's making yeah, it all yeah, about him yeah making yeah. it all about him again is, yeah. like Koch is turning New York round, generating that revenue, bringing people in. And he's basically there to feed off the people that come in. Oh, yeah. But he advertises it and sells it as if people coming to see my hotel. So he's competing my... with the mayor. Yeah, we will go on to it. There's a lot of friction there. Yeah. There's a lot of friction. But he basically he's kind of feeding off them. He's using the mayor. Yeah. And basically what the mayor's done and essentially kind of Parliament offers his own work. So when they say, yeah, it's done really well, well, it's because New York was doing better. If, if there weren't people there, no one could just come. Like, like I said before, in, in the previous episode, you're not going to go to like a shit hole. If you've got the money to pay for that type of hotel, you would go to a nice place. Mm. It's not him necessarily bringing the people in. It's already been changed over, it's already been improved, and that's what he's feeding off. And he's going, it's a massive success. Mm. I did that. That's what I did. Typical Trump behaviour, like, yeah. isn't it? takes the glory and takes the fame for what other people did he literally just walks on and every one of his every time that he speaks you can literally just hear it boil down to me mm-hmm. yeah, me yeah, yeah. me 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 me, me. But do you want, do you want, I, I kind of do see that in do you want any, what kind of anyone managerial yeah, like, yeah. You, do, you do see I've done this and I've done this and I, do, I, and, I. Uh, and then when he's done crap It'll say, but well, we as a team need to improve. Yeah, yeah. 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 Never we take all, responsibility. We all need to pull, pull together. We all need to do better as individuals as well as a team, <laughs> but mostly as a team rather than individuals, because individually, I'm still fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. And you're all shit. <laughs> individually, <laughs> <laughs> 
But, however, anyway, during the renovations of the Commodore Hotel, as it was coming to Grand Hyatt, he actually started looking towards a second project. And Craig, you've looked into this, haven't you? Yeah, so the second project is the probably his most notable one, realistically. It's one that everyone knows of, and it's the Trump Tower. So while he was sorting out all the stuff with the Commodore, when he was turning it into the Grand Hyatt, what he was doing on the sidelines was he was actually eyeing up a old building next to Tiffany. Tiffany's flagship store on 57th Street. It was called the Bombwit Teller store building. It was an oldish building and he'd looked into buying it for quite a while, but every time he kind of made an offer, they just thought he was joking. Now, around about the time in the late 70s, early 80s, he actually managed to get the long-term lease of the land and kind of force out the Bombwit Teller store brand so he could have that land himself and then develop it so this was all waiting for when he would finish his great big look at me isn't this hotel great look at what i can do i can do better if you give me even more kind of <laughs> roll on things where he was just gonna start to go now, Ima- imagine what i can imagine do. what i can do with more more money more land imagine if i built it myself and <laughs> So because the site was right next to Tiffany's flagship store, he saw that as a real, real, like, feather in his cap. He saw that as a really good place to put his building, make his mark, and especially because it was a new build, he could pretty much do whatever the hell he wanted to. And it's all from him holding on to this lease. So, again, he wanted another tax abatement. He didn't. He, he wasn't prepared to pump loads and loads of money into this building uh, without some form of quid pro quo from the government. Now, as Ian mentioned, at this point, May, Ed Koch, he was not prepared to give him anything. I suppose he expected to get another deal. Oh, yeah, he was expecting, of course, he expected to get it. I mean, it's Trump, realistically. Mm. He was expecting to get whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. Now, this is a proposed tower which had a cost in the end of 300 million dollars right mm. it was started in the late 70s it was started around 1979 and although it was done by an unknown property developer at that point i mean he'd only done the commodore before he wasn't really around property he never actually built anything he'd only done refurbs he was a completely unknown thing so when he was saying he was going to do this massive skyscraper everyone was like well what the fuck's going on and then not only that when he was going to do this massive skyscraper everyone was like what the hell's going on Mm. this unknown gonna come out and do the skyscraper and then not only that one of his well his main project manager which at the time was unheard of was a woman called barbara rez now if you ever get the chance look up some interviews with this woman because she's fucking awesome yeah she's like yeah quite blunt yeah no nonsense at all isn't she yeah yeah she's quite blunt isn't she yeah she's boss she just she gives no fucks and it's Mm. hilarious she is like proper new yorker just just at it just straight for the jugular and she just gives no no shits whatsoever so he'd got the prime real estate he'd sorted out what he wanted to do and he got an architect firm in to build his dream the main architect was a guy called Der Schut I know Der Schut Der Schut which is <laughs> is really <laughs> difficult to say without laughing Der Schut for the skies with his skyscraper <laughs> so Der Schut imagine he's being held up right what's your name I don't want to tell you Der Schut you tell me to shoot what He's like, dare shoot, dare shoot. He's like, I'm not going to shoot, but dare shoot. That's my name. Do you know the funny thing? Do you know, even even the architecture firm itself just sounds funny because it was poor Swank, Hayden and Connell. (laughs) Poor Swank. Yeah. 
So it sounds like but, you're describing the two I'm, at the end. So Paul Swank, Aiden Con. That's horrible, isn't it? <laughs> I never said his name, Kirsty. But my headline somewhere else. I was thinking of a poor swank. <laughs> Rather than a rich swank. Yeah, I've had a few poor swanks in there. <laughs> I only ever have poor swanks. What? I think a rich one would be like really nicely though. But it's really nice tissue or something like that. Like top end lube. Do you know what I mean? No, it'd be like, it'd be like velvet and... <laughs> you have a special glove you yeah. put on. <laughs> yeah. like, like novels on or something like that. Only the finest <laughs> silk. Reaches every area. Yeah. Only the finest silk and like ambergris from the sperm Just whale. Just you with your little finger with it. You're like, ah. Post wank, vegetable oil. There we go. <laughs> oh, you can avoid vegetable oil now. <laughs> right, so as well as this firm, which I'm not going to say again because it'll start something. He also hired uh, the building contractor called HRH. Now, I'm mentioning these for a reason because we'll come back to them. So... HRH got in, Trump Tower, he'd secured all the funding and he was going to get to work at destroying the old Bonwitella building and clearing the land so that he could build Trump Tower. Now, this old Bonwitella building was very old for the area. Realistically, America's not the oldest of places anyway, but they're historical buildings. They've usually been there for as long as America has. This one had been there for quite a while and there were some gargoyles with specific interest. They were thought to be worth about $200,000. So, the historical society come to him and saying, oh, well, we want to save these. We'll we'll be able to pay for them. Everything's sound. He's going, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Save them. Yeah, save <laughs> that's them. Nice. That's, fine. That's, nice. that's fine. We'll <laughs> save them. We'll save them. Yeah, he did basically under cover of darkness basically just emotional he just, he just <laughs> like, he's like do you want to come here about 8 o'clock tomorrow morning and we'll, we'll take them down for you do you want to see you want, we'll, yeah. we'll watch come watch me take them down yeah. <laughs> with this massive wrecking ball <laughs> so he basically just <laughs> fucked them all up and then he was saying it was going to cost so they were saying they were worth about 200 grand he reckoned it was going to cost them about 500 grand to delay his project and it would delay it by 5 weeks and he just wasn't prepared to do oh, that okay. and then and then and then he even went, yeah, well, they were garbage, by the way. Just because, just to kind of add, it, add fuel to the fire, just like, ah, they were garbage anyway, fuck off. Yeah, they were shit. Yeah, they were shit, they were shit. It's all shit, you're all shit, fuck you all. My gargoyles be the best gargoyles that anyone had ever seen, you know, ever. There needs to be like some conjunction with like Carlsberg and Trump, doesn't there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I need to see Trump's an outfit without you. The best beer you've ever seen. Oh, Trump's like, I don't need beer. They've had The only the only honest answer he's ever said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, so so in true Trump fashion, he has to have something original and something to talk about. So with Trump Tower, a lot of people don't realise when you look at it because it just looks at you like your pretty standard skyscraper. But as far as I'm aware, it's still the only building in New York, especially one that size, which the entire frame is made of concrete because most of them are all made of steel. Now, at the time as well, the architects were like, why do you want to make this concrete? And he's like, Hang oh, on. it'll be cheaper. This sounds like a stupid question, but... 
Are you saying each floor's concrete? The whole thing's concrete. Is it? The whole frame, it's all reinforced concrete, so it's concrete pillars with steel rebar in the middle, so it's not brittle, and the whole building from bottom to top is concrete. There's not, like, you'd normally think of when you think of a tall building, all of those steel girders, it's all concrete. So you usually have, to, you have like, your, your girders everywhere. That's what I'm thinking. And then you have your steel frame. Like your floor and then your windows on and all stuff but like that. Just, this isn't like that. This isn't that, like that. You, you have basically these, uh, like, metal chutes coming down. And then basically yeah. you'll, you'll fill like a box around it and then you just pour concrete down, concrete mm-hmm. sets, you take your wall off and then you've got your columns then and then that's that's how we constructed it. I yeah. just feel like that's proper, un- I don't know, it sounds stupid, unsafe building. It's not, it's not no, unsafe. No, no, it's, not, it's, it's actually, just, it's, it's actually yeah. quite commonly used. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's just not, wasn't not common, really... wasn't common, then. especially in New York. Right. Mm-hmm. Being savvy when it comes to money. In all fairness, was it cheaper? Was it yeah? Cheaper. Well, it was ca- yeah, it kind of. But not. <laughs> Wait, this, this, yeah, gets, this is this, this is really getting good. into. So, oh, okay. Now, generally, people will use this concrete because steel. Well, it, it depends on what's happening at the time. So, if if the economy says that steel is quite pricey, people might turn to concrete. If sometimes concrete is quite pricey, people will turn to steel. In New York, concrete prices were pretty high generally and people were wondering why the hell is donald trump making this enormous skyscraper at enormous cost and doing it in concrete why isn't he just doing it in steel like mm. everything else does in new york that's a great question craig that is a great question david <laughs> i think i will answer my own question now go for it buddy i think i will now I you see in you buddy <laughs> Now, you see, do you remember there was a person Ian mentioned in the previous episode called Roy Cohn? (laughs) That's no, folks. (laughs) That's Dave's thinking noise. I have a thought. (laughs) He's not even saying that out of his mouth. You can hear it in his Right, so Roy Cohn obviously had some part to play in this because the concrete business in the whole of New York was run by the crime families that Roy Cohn had a lot of association with. So essentially, it ended up being a case of Trump would pay Cohn, Cohn would pay them. They would pay Cone. Cone would give, <laughs> give Trump yeah. his concrete because Cone was organising this sale for all the mob bosses, so they'd pay him. And then Cone was organising slightly cheaper rates for the concrete for Trump, so Trump would pay him. So Cone was getting paid twice for the same deal. <laughs> it, uh, it, was, it was brilliant, lad. It yeah. was brilliant. It was, was, yeah. yeah, there was there was so much mob association with Trump Tower, so much. And they always try and downplay it as well. But it was there. They had their fingers in every pie with this. And, the I mean, even his, his project manager, Barbara Rez, she will openly admit to everyone who will listen to <laughs> her, yeah, there was mob fingers yeah. all <laughs> over this. I mean, there's, there was rumours that the concrete may contain other things other than steel but none of them has ever been confirmed so anyone at the time we found out about it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not says stability like human bones yeah. in a building well that's how they used to save money do you know what I mean instead of using up valuable space with uh, more concrete that costs more. Yeah. yeah I mean the concrete costs a fortune just here's an elbow here's a leg <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you were putting the tiles up later on in that area you'd just see a hand poking out I'm going to have to plaster over that <laughs> just, just sand it down yeah. a bit <laughs> It's still moving. <laughs> <laughs> the skull and the walls is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a lovely themed wall. <laughs> it's amazing how they've got that. <laughs> it looks like a face in the wall. What's going on? 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, all the way through this, the building's actually going quite well. He's getting a hell of a lot of publicity for this. And it is relatively... Yeah, it's, it's uneventful, really. The, the building goes up quite easily. Even for, for buildings at the time, there was it was usually pretty dangerous work in skyscrapers, especially in New York at the time. But even then, I think they had relatively few deaths for a site like that. Yeah. And it was it was a decent build. They managed to get it up. They managed to get it up pretty well. And then the, the opening party for it... My missus has it. never said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for bringing up your problems. I'm sorry. Trigger warning for anyone like Ian. But it did. It went up pretty well. There wasn't really much in terms of problems. So, so was it common for people to die making these buildings? Yeah. Generally, yeah. They were very dangerous sites. I mean, we you're talking back in the late 70s, early 80s, there wasn't anywhere near as... Health and safety. Health and safety is just not even thought of that famous poster where there's loads of air where he's sitting on a girder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like... Uh, even even then, it was like the, the skyscraper with the concrete frame. Where I've said, this building cost 300 million to build. That's that's estimates. We can't actually get a proper figure yeah. about how much this costs to build. And originally, when they said it, they were going to build it, they said it was going to cost 100 million to build. So right. it ended up being at least twice that because it was 125 million actual construction costs and then other costs on top of that. So like site insurance and, <laughs> and bribes and, yeah. and more bribes and then bribes and well mainly bribes <laughs> so it cost at least twice that right yeah there was a couple of incidents which I'll mention just because they're funny not funny but in Final Destination kind of funny <laughs> <laughs> well that is funny isn't it that's a good knee slapper right there <laughs> it went through his face <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um, imagine the look on his face <laughs> 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 uh, so as I said there was relatively few to accidents and a couple of them were nasty like one worker died when they were first doing the foundations because the sidewalk collapsed on top of them and buried them oh, um, uh, oh yeah it, it fell on top of them yeah. <laughs> in the cement next you go <laughs> <laughs> what dies in the building stays in the building <laughs> right, and then another that, that was Tony the Fingers yeah. <laughs> so another death it was the only other death that I could find on, on record was sent this is why I said final destination so in May 1983 a glass window pane fell from the crane installing windows on the tower and smashed into two pedestrians oof fucking only hell. one of them died if something like that hits you from a crane how are you not a pancake was there not like a massive claim or not? Uh, yeah. No, no, it was it, it was it was settled out of court. As far as I don't know. But this, yeah, this is it. that you were there more. That, yeah. They probably made, put a. Um, but it was it was done I through. Had no disclosure thing. Yeah. Well, it was done through insurance and everything. That's why you paid insurance. Realistically, this is through the actual like construction of it. So you don't hear that much with construction accidents. They usually just go, oh shit, our oh, bad, and then just throw money at you. <laughs> My hmm. name makes everything better. <laughs> Money makes the world go round. Dad, it's okay. Daddy's cutting off. It's like we've got two daddies now. <laughs> he could hug both of us. Yeah, I'll leave this <laughs> right, so it's all gone off without a hitch. The building's done. It's done in concrete. It's got that kind of wow factor of, oh, this is the first one that's been done here. It looks great for Barbara Rez because she's built this building. It's brand new. It looks amazing. Everyone wants to live there. And then you get to the inside and this thing looks like a sultan's palace there is marble and gold and oh, glass and chandeliers and it's like you know when you were three years old and you think to yourself I wonder how rich people live 
and then you just think everything's covered in gold. That's basically what it is. It's yeah. like an Arab Sultan's version of what rich should be nowadays. <laughs> I'm just thinking, do you know, if he goes like a Turkish barber's or something, it's like, you know, <laughs> it kind of reminds me of that. Or if anyone's been like to uh, Marrakesh or something, it, it always makes you think yeah, of like that style of like just extravagance and mm. gold and shiny yeah and if it's uh, not gold it's marble and if it's not yeah, marble it's yeah, crystal yeah, and it's just yeah. everything's so extravagant yeah. and over the top and ridiculous and that's just the entrance hall there is actual like retail units inside Trump Tower where you can go and buy ridiculously priced silver solid silver dog bowls and models of New York skyline that cost millions of dollars it's just it's ridiculous what? was it there that they had a doorman in the, the British yes. uh, uniform oh, yes. with the, the beef eater costume. Yeah, no, it wasn't even the beef eater, it was the Royal Guard. He had the, the bear skin on his head, so he looked like he was standing outside the Buckingham Palace. Oh, right. It was ridiculous. Oh, no, it's not the beef eater. No, the beef eater yeah. tower on them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Sorry, it? my apologies. Yeah, beef eater tower on them. So. All of this was like Trump's crown jewel at this point. Now, if you there's another interview with Barbara Rez, and it's hilarious because not only is this place got retail units in, it's got office space in, and it's got condos so where people can live. And they're selling these condos for unbelievable amounts of money, especially for the time. They're selling million pound condos. They're selling ten million pound condos. And then Barbara Rez is like, "This building's amazing." look at this building I built this building isn't this great and then you go into one of the condos and she's like it's like 15 pence stuck on floor tiles yeah. and shitty doors and shitty windows and crap paint and awful wallpaper and every single time she's like we've made this amazing expensive building why are you putting shit into all of these condos Trump would just be like make it cheaper Make it cheaper it's done it looks good on the outside make it cheaper well apparently this happened with so is that even when he was actually monitoring his, his, dad, his dad's company yeah. Uh, the Trump, Trump Village and that uh, trick that is like dad taught him was if you need to go around and paint someone's apartments or you're, obviously you're not you're going to do it with the hell that's no. a, a, a peasant way but they wouldn't they wouldn't allow them to go around he was like yeah, just a boy oh, two buckets of paint to go do no no here's eight buckets and water you won't coat it you get out you get out like everything the cheapened down everything and, and that's definitely something that influenced that that got instilled because that's something his dad done yeah. from looking yeah. at that and he's thought how much money are we saving and he's doing it at this level and well, it, yeah. Yeah, and well this is it yeah oh. I mean he's selling tens of millions of pounds worth of condos it's just it's ridiculous so the actual tower was completed November 30th 1983 bearing in mind inflation and and cost of everything and if you're saying 1983 money this costs somewhere in the region of 300 million dollars how much do you think it's worth now billion yeah easy easy, easy. easy over a bill Estimates put it at about three hundred and seventy-one million. What? That's that's what the estimates put it as because because oh, that's how shit it is. That's how shit it is. Oh, it's, only, it's only gained oh, 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 oh. seventy it's, million. In- it's, no, no, it's not gained. That's what you're saying. Like value-wise, it probably should be worth about a billion or maybe more. No, because this is it. It's like it peaked. It's gone up and down. It peaked at about six hundred mil, and then it's gone off a cliff, and it's gone off a cliff even more. The value of it because Trump is now president. So as the luxury. <laughs> 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 I do not want to be associated with <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <bill. laughs> Who the fuck wants to go? Where do you live? Oh, I live in Trump Town. Oh, oh, God. Oh, oh, God, yeah. God, God damn it. I didn't vote for him. Mm. I, just, I just gave him money. I didn't vote for him. Honest. But this is it. It's it's only worth around 371 mil. Now, if you listen to Trump, obviously, 
that's not the number he's going to give you. But that's about what it's worth. And it's the least desirable luxury apartment complex in New York now because it is dated so poorly throughout the years this place they just haven't refurbished it for the years not not even that I mean the lobby looks the same as when it was opened it's covered in marble and gold and everything and imagine walking into that nowadays you'd just be like what the hell it's tacky as hell it's tacky as hell nothing's changed and that's basically what it is now it's it's only worth about 371 mil do you think there's a possibility in another 30 years if it's still standing the, the price could shoot up because it looks so different because it looks so old yeah, th- yeah things yeah. Are, do you know what like, the, the way like fashion and stuff goes that's what I mean yeah like, literally well, that's what you get converse tight jeans and all stuff like this yeah I'm my, bringing my, it back yeah my half fella goes you used to take the fucking piss out of me for all this no all the little shits are wearing it. yeah <laughs> it's like I'm not being funny I used to be properly ripped the arse off for wearing um, Dunlops because Dunlops were shit and they were <laughs> shit and they were cheap and then what it was only about five or ten years ago everyone's going oh Dunlop green flash remember them and then they become popular again yeah. no one remembers them I was the only one who fucking had them <laughs> I had them because I was poor that wasn't something to aspire to why the fuck are you spending a fortune on them now (laughs) (laughs) I mean it could do fashions change so realistically it was a success it was a massive success they were selling all the condos they were making a fortune all of the money was coming in but on the promise of doing this tower or well it wasn't even really a promise it was the assumption of building this tower Donald thought he was going to get another tax abatement now mm. that didn't come so he went to Ed Koch and he was like yeah it's different mayor this time isn't different it different mayor well? different mayor and not only that Ed Koch did not like Donald there's a top and out ceremony that you can see when they're building Trump Tower and he's standing there and he's he's standing next to Donald and they give, them, they give each other like the nastiest handshake you've ever seen in your life they look at each other and you can see the daggers just getting passed between them and already at this point Donald knew he wasn't getting this abatement but he was still kind of like pushing it as though he was the mayor does this speech where he says on lines of may this building stand for a thousand years and then goes on to say essentially it's a shame they're only rich bastards will be living here <laughs> <laughs> And then we can house all the rich fuckers in it. And then it's like it starts this it starts this little tip for tat thing where Koch is like, shame's only for rich motherfuckers like you. And then Donald's like, yeah, but I mean it's good, isn't it, that we brought in all these jobs and all these people are building all these houses and and we brought in so much money for the city because it's the best building that best builders and the best construction workers <laughs> the best architects and the best mobsters gave all of their co- I mean the best companies gave all of their concrete to to us for reasonable prices and no mob bribes were involved at any point <laughs> I love the fact you just, but it all brought all this work into the city which is good for the city so what you you hired companies that are probably maybe not in the city bring extra workers in from a lot of those workers probably even were from New York or if they went I'll come to New York I'll do this we've got work okay, two years have you got any more construction no no way well the funny one as well is that there was over 200 Polish immigrant workers who were brought in to build to work on this here we go that's the point that's the point 200 Polish immigrant workers who were brought into this now before you start doing a South Park and going, dit, 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 dit. <laughs> technically they may have took their deer, but they didn't get paid for it, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. They just Fuck. they just got fucked off. They yeah. didn't get paid. They, they didn't, just, didn't they pay just the just pay them. Them. I was going to say, well, bad enough, I mean, like, take the jobs, but 
like say if you got someone coming over to that area, I, mean, I don't even far from Poland. Like say they're from literally Denver or something, and they go, oh, there's some construction work over there. It's like two years solid work. Okay, I'll move to New York. Next thing, okay. I'll stay in New York. Yeah, I'll stay in New York. Yeah. Okay, now, now, you, now your population's increasing. Now he's looking for work. Maybe he can't find work. Oh, maybe he goes to crime. Maybe he's some dick. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like... Great time in the 80s yeah. in New York. But at least, at least you could argue, as an economist, you could argue that during that two years, you've got someone who's actively participating in the economy, who's paying for things, who's living there, who's spending money yeah. in local businesses. But if you're not paying your fucking workers, how the fuck are they going to contribute yeah. to the economy? Mm. So, any Anyway, right, obviously Trump is a bit pissed off that he's not getting his tax abatement, so he does the one thing that Trumps know how to do. He sues the government, so he takes them to court. Unfortunately... Because he threw his dummy out. Yeah, he, he spat his dummy out, and there's so many interviews out there, if oh. you can find them, they're hilarious. So there's an interview where him and a council member called Ruth Messenger are getting interviewed, and she's talking about these tax abatements being supposedly to help the economy, and it's a discretionary benefit, and all he's doing is attacking her. It's the first kind of time you see him his teeth and he's mm. just going where are you getting your information from you're talking crap and she's going well you're going to get a 300 million dollar tax break and he's going where did you get your information the times he's like well and she's going well no the times said 374 million I did my research and it's just it goes on like that tip for tap but it's the same tactics he uses today where he's going oh you're getting your information from the wrong places you don't know what you're talking about you haven't got a clue you haven't yeah. got a clue you haven't got a clue she's the only person who would have a clue she was the person who was looking into this yeah. shit yeah. Yeah. she was the person who was saying there's no reason for us to give you a tax abatement why would we give you a tax abatement you're going to fuck us by us giving yeah. you this tax abatement I'm looking at the numbers yeah. when you get your numbers from the newspaper no I'm the one doing the numbers I gave the newspaper the goddamn number I have the fucking numbers if anyone would have numbers it's fucking me yeah, I am the numbers well it's what he says to her like, there's actual quote he said I am by law entitled to that abatement that's an actual quote yeah. he said to her what? by law I'm entitled and she was like no you're not and he, no. he, even like the, the uh, fella she do like presenting it was like no, you know. <laughs> but it's the way. Like double take. But it's literally the way that if you see it in the faces, it's like he goes, "By law, I'm entitled to that abatement," and it's like it doesn't compute in her head that he's just said it, and she just goes, "No, no, you're not. That's that. That's not how any of this works. Yeah. That's not how any of this works." And she looks at him in confusion, and then as Ian said, oh. the other guy does the same. He's like, "Well." No, you're not. And then she goes, it's a discretionary benefit. And he just doubles down. He's like, I am entitled to that benefit. But that, that's it. He, he, he just, he literally just charges on with his view on things. And doesn't he doesn't say it as a perspective. He says it as, as if it's a fact. Yeah. And if you stumble for that second, he just, it only makes him feel more confident. Yeah. And that look of confusion of like, you absolute idiot. He's like, that's because I'm right. Yeah. It's <laughs> he now feels confused because yeah. they're doubting themselves. Yeah. I win. You can see in his face, like, just... Yeah. yeah. You just want to hear... Bam, bam. Just cow. That's all he hears, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> That's what he's doing, the pout. He's doing yeah. the pout, he's doing... Bow, bow. <laughs> His hair's just like <laughs> it's flopping from side to side. It's just it's a ridiculous situation. He's taking the government to court for a discretionary benefit, and obviously he gets told on your bike, F off, not happening. It wasn't even offered anyway. 
was it not? He just, no, he just he he assumed. assumed. He just this assumed. Is the thing. He assumed. <laughs> well, I got it the first time. <laughs> he never offered them at all, and he just assumed. So he took them to court. They're like, yeah, whatever. Now this is where Roy Cohn doubles down. They take it to the appeals court on the fifth of July, nineteen eighty-four. The court of appeals grants the abatement. <laughs> what? They grant the don't know how. Don't know why, don't know what palms were greased or not greased. It boggles the mind that it got refused, refused, and well, then... Well, that was because uh, Cone, wasn't it? Like, Cone really got on... Well, Cone said, I went, you, you probably won't get this. And he went, no, I will. Cone's like, oh, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look into that for you. <laughs> this is it. You only have to ask that of. We don't literally have no idea what happened. <laughs> But you've got a good idea who was behind whatever yeah, happened. Yeah. 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 But I love how he approaches he goes like, Yes, Donald. <laughs> I understand. I understand, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, do you know, I'm going to put a picture as well up on our social media accounts of Roy Cohn with no explanation. Unless you've listened to this, you won't know why we're putting Roy Cohn up. But I'm putting him up just so you can see his face. Just so you can see what yeah, kind yeah, of guy yeah, 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 that yeah. you're dealing with. <laughs> Let's not even say no more about him, like just, Let's just let, let people view it and see. Well, so, people said he had like a uh, presence, didn't he? There was a, a few, when you a few comments about him. It was always a presence. He, 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 even if you didn't know anything about the man, yeah. he'd walk in the room. And for someone who didn't have uh, a, a, just a big, large stature or no, he didn't, that way, he didn't it's look imposing. Yeah, it was just his face, how he held himself. Yeah. Apparently, he had this really intimidating presence to him. Even not even being threatening at all, just walking in and looking at you like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like people would act actively get out of his way, even if they didn't know who he was, they'd just actively be like, not fucking with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looks like one mad bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so, 1984, 5th of July, Court of Appeals, they grant the abatements, seven approve it. There was only seven on the court. Wow. It was a unanimous decision. Some threats were made. It's nuts. It's insane. It's insane. From the amount of pushback, don't know how we've done it, but he ends up getting a $74 million tax abatement. That's just out of nowhere. <sighs> That's not that, isn't it? That is crazy. So on, on a tower he's already made so much money on, Yeah. they've basically just handed him another $74 million, just gone, there you go, Don. Enjoy. I was actually, when I was looking into this, I mentioned this to me dad, and then my dad said, and I'll, I'll be honest, like, my dad doesn't always come up with like the most... Um, oh, what's the word? Oh, oh. Articulate? Yeah, that's the word, lad. I'm not articulate, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> come up with that word. <laughs> Keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> I did the word. Ah. <laughs> I used the I thinking word. <laughs> And as you can tell, neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> like father, like son. Yeah, yeah. So, actually, yeah, he's not the most articulate person all the time. You had to struggle to think yeah, about it. Yeah, I didn't anywhere again. But, in all fair, like, fair play, I explained this to him, and he paused, and he said this back to me. So I had to write it down because it killed me off. He said, like the average person request a tax abatement on the mortgage, allowing them to free up finances, which in turn can be spent, thus aiding the local economy. Would they be approved? My ass. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he just finished like, very elegantly put like, and I just paused looking at me and My ass. <laughs> oh, I, 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 was, I was like, that. I love you. <laughs> you see the pride swelling and then the my ass, the pride diamond. No, that, that's, where it, that's where it peaked. That's where it, <laughs> I was like, I think stood up like you know put my hand on my chest like, like the national anthem would come on 
He's got his tax abatement. He's got his amazing tower. Everyone thinks the world has got another god living in it. And he's managed to shit on Ed Koch because, well, realistically, he hates Ed Koch. Now, just to drive it home, just a little tiny bit, within his eyesight from Trump Tower, there's the Wallman Rink. So it's an outdoor ice skating rink that's in the middle of Central Park, and it's being closed for a number of years because it's fallen into disrepair, and the concrete base of it was bowing. So they closed it down for refurbishment, and they were going to open it up. And Trump has loads of concrete left. Well, well. <laughs> so... This rink, the local government, is it's improving, but it's still on its arse. It's gone through a load of different projects. They were supposed to have gotten it done, but got delayed. Building contractors fell through. The price started skyrocketing, and it just ended up being this money pit that no one could get through, and it was a big embarrassment for the, the local government mm. because they couldn't do this simple thing. So he says he did it out of the goodness of his heart, but mm. let's face it, he'd done it to stick the knife in. And nothing says that more than the actual letter that I'm going to read out of verbatim that he wrote as an open letter and published so that the mayor could hear it. It was about uh, 20 pages, folks, so work it. All falls and seven. Get comfortable, get comfortable. No, it's not that long. Right, okay. Dear Ed, for many a year I have watched with amazement as New York repeatedly failed on its promise to complete and open the Wellman skating rink. I and other New Yorkers are tired of watching this catastrophe of the Wallman Rink. The incompetence displayed in this simple construction project must be considered one of the greatest embarrassments of your administration. During this six-year period, I have constructed major hotels. He hadn't. Apartment <laughs> buildings. He didn't. <laughs> Antrim Tower. I'll give him that one, all right. Yeah, he did that one. <laughs> Building the Wallman Rink, which essentially involves pouring a concrete slab should take no more than four months' time. Sincerely, Donald J. Trump. <laughs> Sincerely. <laughs> See, that, it that sounds letter. like he's writing during, like, the war. Isn't like, it? Like, the Civil War or something. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's those bits where he's like, I've built I've built an apartment built. No, he didn't. And I've refurbished... I've built hotels. No, you didn't. You refurbished a hotel. Mm. The one thing you've built is the Trump Tower. I'll give you... You built a tower. But other than that, you didn't do any of that shit. Stop <laughs> <Yeah>. talking bullshit. <laughs> that we letter, have it on paper. Lying sack of shit. Lying sack of shit. It's literally... That letter could not have said fuck you more than if he'd literally just gone up to his face and said fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> just, just with a smile. Yeah. And on his shoulder. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck yeah. you. That's from the heart. <laughs> so essentially right he's, he's thrown the gauntlet down now and he's turned round to the city and he said I'm going to do this I'm going to get this built and I'm going to do it in six months and I'm not even going to take any money from it I'm going to do it without making a profit so he goes to his old guys who built Trump Tower with him HRH and the first thing he says you're going to get so much publicity from this you're going to get so much publicity you're going to look amazing you're going to look great you're going to look great everyone will want to hire you you're not doing it for any money and it's going to be brilliant and everyone's going to hire what was that? you're not allowed to earn any money and, and everyone's going to hire it's going to be great it's like what? It's like, but think of all the publicity so eventually he gets them on board yeah that's right gets them on board and he gets them 
to work on the, this Wallman rink. Now, what doesn't get publicised is that even though he's not making any money, he's actually running that Wallman rink and he's taking all of the money for the maintenance. <laughs> he's taking all the money for the people to skate on it. He's charging admission to it. And not only is he doing it for this rink, he's doing it for another one as well. Oh, does he do two? No, he doesn't build two, but he gets a concession for another rink called the Alaska Rink. So he gets to take all the concessions for both of these rinks. Right? How? Because he's basically doing the work for free. So he just he, he's again managing to get ways and means to get the money, even though he's saying he's not making any. It, it was it was part of the agreement contract. So he openly slated Koch in you know, doing public in the media, where Koch was at a point we had to turn around and go, okay, you've got the contract. And when he says okay, you've got the contract, that's when it comes to, uh, <laughs> to to Trump when he does this beautiful thing of okay. Now let's discuss this contract. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What this will stipulate is that I get this, 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 and this. So he doesn't just get the job and get to do it. It's not a case of like, oh, you just go get to do it. Oh no, there's there's lots of uh, small print in there. Yeah. Plenty oh, of small print. Plenty, yeah. plenty of small print. So even though he's saying he's doing this like literally just out of the goodness of his heart because he wants wants New York to heal and feel well, really what he's doing it for is to stab Koch in the back, get some really, really good publicity <laughs> and basically make a shit ton of money which obviously that's <laughs> all he's about yeah. so they do so essentially HRH comes on board they get promised all this publicity in the world not only do they finish it within the six months they actually finish it in four months and they do it under budget now this is all down to HRH and they're like oh this is gonna look great we've done such a good job this is amazing this is brilliant and on opening day when everything's opening up the big banners get unveiled and HRH where they're expecting to be like, like side by side and praised with Donald Trump yeah. it just says Walman Rink you are skate- you're skating and it's brought to you by Donald J. Trump <laughs> and at that point <laughs> at that point yeah. the boss of HRH is like shit <laughs> <laughs> it's no there was like there's a little picture of Trump right and he's got like a little one finger pointing middle finger pointing down right and just a very small print at the bottom it's HRH yeah. it's like fuck it <laughs> but it's like he's just completely screwed this thing was all about self promotion yeah. it was all the majesty of Donald J Trump and the way that he can just make himself look amazing especially in the face of the mayor who apparently couldn't get this done in like four years oh yeah that was you know that was it's probably uh, kicking the teeth uh, to the yeah. mayor isn't it oh it was, it was ridiculous do you know what though isn't it surprising that Trump just didn't get like Assassinated or attempted assassinations <laughs> and stuff from people like the who got who fucked him over. Yeah, that, I'm like, quite surprised the amount of people he's fucked over in the past. I'm amazed that none of them have had to go. Oh, do you think because he's best mates with uh, Roy Cohen? Who's, <laughs> yeah, Roy Cohen's just had the way. That's the beauty of him, right? He's savvy when it comes to screwing people over, right? Yeah. Making the extra couple of quid and knowing who to know. Yeah. And one thing he has learned. Uh, and as you've done as this and the whole reason to do it as well is, well not the whole reason sorry, but like a major factor in it is publicity get your face out there in the public generate interest in yourself give people confidence the fact that oh my god even if you don't know all the details they're just seeing you in the news that's it's all just association seeing in a good light all yeah time. yeah exactly do you know what I mean and it's all that association with him mm. he done it brilliantly in his last project we did mention the fact that he's there so many things he'd done like on the news in magazines yeah he was getting involved in like anti bullying campaigns or st- just anything and he was doing stuff for free as well he was saying that just saying like oh I'll jump on that and I'll jump on that and he'll say he'll get people in get him in get him to do it just get them to do an interview yeah. with me literally anyone who wanted an interview with 
Donald Trump would end up getting an interview with Donald Trump, yeah. it was so easy to get him on yeah the phone. To television and yeah, stuff on yeah. yeah. that, that, Because he, he knows, like he'd throw himself in the highlights because he knows if he's out there, people are seeing it, people yeah. are associating. Yeah, that's uh, it, man, yeah. And it, it gives you confidence in it. Oh. Yeah, in, in his company, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Do you know what I mean? People are like, oh, I'll go have a look at that. I'll go have a look at this. Oh, he seems like a nice fella. He seems like he's doing all this. Positive image that he yeah, creates. Yeah. yeah, he's really good at that, isn't During he? During the 80s as well, he was he was king. It's like if someone said something about Donald Trump, people would think rich, successful, amazing businessman, knows exactly what he's doing. That was the image that he cultivated, yeah. and that's the image that he created, and everyone thought it. Everyone thought it. The norm was always it was handsome, and I had never got that one. I've never... I, but I think that's just the money. <laughs> I think I, I think mean, that is purely the, the look at the, the, when you see him, mm. you just see money like that, and you go, "God damn, he's sexy." <laughs> I think when he was younger, when he was younger, when he got with with Ivana, he had the right build. Do you know what I mean? He was never like chiseled features or anything, but he wasn't ugly. He just had a decent build, and he looked all right. But then as he got with Ivana, and he just the money and the power and the cheeseburgers came in. <laughs> that turned him into the tangerine we know and love today. But even like, I don't know, hair is that major thing, but it seems to always keep his hair and it just gets thinner and thinner. And it's like, he's like, I think he does like a triple comb over type thing to make it look like he's got hair. It's like yeah. a, yeah, it's like a ghost city. of a fringe yeah, yeah, at this point, yeah, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> but he's had that shit, like, it's been that bad since he was like 20, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's all, like, I mean, one of the things ago, and he had a good set of hair, a good head of hair on, I'm like, when? Yeah, when? Yeah, when he was five. <laughs> his hair is just gripping onto his scalp as hard as it's gone for every little gust of wind. <laughs> I love it when you see him walk out in the wind. It's the funniest thing in the world. You see his hair flop over to one side and then his tie will fly off and you see the bit of sticky tape he's put on the back of it to try and stick it to himself. <laughs> like, I didn't realise there's such things like a tie clip. Do you know what I mean? He yeah. just puts your shirt as well. Like, how, how does that work? Yeah. No, that's, his, that's his dad's influence. His dad's like, don't you be wasting money on yeah. no tie clips. <laughs> You're on a construction <laughs> company. We've got double-sided sticky tape. Use that. What's <laughs> it? It's a tax deductible. <laughs> it's a business expense. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to pass over to Ian and we're going to talk about his next project. Well, his actual, his actual next one as well. Before he starts another one, he proposed one, which kind of got declined. Now, as we've already mentioned, Koch come in and New York itself is doing a lot better. It's starting to do well. Hmm. People are feeling a bit less desperate. It's not that they there's no, no cry out for like, oh, we need work because there's no work going. We need this because no, there's no, there's work. The economy's getting better. You know, people don't need stuff. People aren't looking out for something. And at this point, he says to everyone, he announces, he's going to build the world's tallest tower. But all he needs <laughs> is a little tax break. <laughs> just, just a little, a little tax break. Of uh, one billion dollars. It's a little it was he that fella with the gold finger over here. One million dollars. There's always thing, he always wants money off, so what, like a million it's to like, start off? It just gets more sad, doesn't yeah. it? Oh. It's like he can't see how far the elastic stretched. Yeah. He's just like, I just pull it a little bit more, it's never going to snap, it's fine. Yeah, it's never spending his own money, it's always like, I'll use your money. Yeah, 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 that's, that's, that's a bad business. If you yeah. can't, if you don't ask, you don't get that, do you? <laughs> yeah. People don't stay rich by spending money. <laughs> Oh, sadly for Trump, Koch pisses himself laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah. He goes, no, 
Yeah, Mr. Drip. Yeah. Yeah, we can't really help him out too much on this one, as you know, a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, that, that's never getting through. I'm uh, sure at this point, though, daily relationship's pretty bad now. Yeah, yeah. No, like, the thing the thing with Koch at that point, realistically, they'd been at each other in the media so much. They were constantly calling each other morons and dickheads and everything under the sun. Yeah, yeah. There was no repairing that relationship. But it, it's funny as reaction. Now, when Koch refuses request of the Batemans, mm. Trump starts kicking off, getting in the media again, openly calling like a moron and, and an idiot. And Even for Trump, say, that seems like a really stupid oh, move, though, doesn't he was, it? He was getting quite childish with it. Uh, and when someone said, says to him, no, though, he does, he just he just jumps on it. He just doesn't care. Mm. He was getting in the media, calling them a moron, and just being, like, dead abusive, quite childish yeah. about the fact that he, he couldn't get this... Billion. It's like he wasn't asking for much. It's billion down the bin. <laughs> and he was even as he said it, New Yorkers want the world's tallest building. And frankly, so do I. And I don't know, that, that's that, that comment itself. Like that's natural quote. Like he's saying, you know, that's what everyone wants. You know, I, yeah. I do too, like, you know, but I'm with them. I'm one yeah, of the people. I see, yeah. And I am just trying to give them what they want. Like as, as if everyone's gonna now start going, yeah, we do, we do want it. It's, it's, yeah. it's all right. It's, he's only starting with his uh, early political career going on here, isn't he? With words oh, like yeah. this, he, he's a, he is a master manipulator. Right? Yeah. He's a con artist. He, he, he is. This, this is what he does. And then like, he, he goes on, he goes on, obviously in a few different interviews. And yeah. One of them he turns around and says, "We've already mentioned the fact that this was in better times. Now, obviously, in better times, people don't really want to kind of rock the boat as much. There's not much call out for people aren't desperate for jobs or anything like that." And a reference to this, he actually makes himself, and he says. I'll wait for a more progressive administration and more importantly, I'll wait for bad times because when bad times come, I'll get whatever I want. Oh, yeah. How insidious is that? That That sounds like a fucking Bond villain. Yeah. Yeah. That is naughty, isn't it? That's like, like, ee, ee, (laughs) ee. It's horrible, Eddie. I've made a comment here, just a note. Trump has eyebrows like Boris's hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting reading back on your notes. <laughs> Shout that out. So after this little setback for him anyway, very unjust and very unfair. Bless him. Yeah, I mean, come on. Who wouldn't want to just get a free billion dollars? <laughs> So then he finally actually does go on to his fourth project. It's in Atlantic City in New Jersey, just a state over from New York. And this is a casino. So now he's now he's getting kind of in a different business. In actually doing the core for the building itself, his wife is now wife gets involved heavily in this. Uh, this yeah, is Ivana. A- they did have quite a bit of a romance throughout it and she um, she was a model from Czechoslovakia yeah, yeah. originally I think the, around the media they were first oh you know here's a model what's she doing getting involved with the business what's she going to know about it but she kind of talked to it like you know a, a duct to concrete <laughs> 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 Split! <laughs> when he got the concrete. I mean, have you seen little ducks running across the concrete? It's very good. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but no, she, she ducks it really well, and apparently she was a really hard worker as well, and she learned fast. She was um, a phenomenal worker, to be fair. Um, I mean, you can't say enough about Ivana. Everyone thinks she's just some dumb blonde airhead. They really don't know her. Yeah. She was well in there. Yeah, she, she just... But isn't it mad though? Because I mean, did she not have any business experience on it on her own before doing well, all this? Within the modelling worlds, she had obviously concepts of that. Yeah. But she was a very driven person to even get into modelling herself. She kind of just didn't just 
fall on their arse. And in all fairness, I think people underestimate what, yeah, modelling, you're only a standard round, but it's very intense like why you don't have short days you generally have long days long oh, shoots yeah. goes and stuff. it's kind of like acting goes you know I mean, you thrown around from this place to that place and that place to that you got to uh, run around you got to do everything very physical and then you got to do it where you can only eat a carrot stick as well because you're not allowed yeah, to put yeah. on an ounce unless you don't fit in the dress properly oh, yeah. so now she's used to that work rate she's used so even though she might not know it all she threw herself in and it's not like she went in as, as a manager she went in from the ground up with Donald was you know was learning what's doing and she had the the artistic perspective as well and was turning around saying we're going to decorate this and she actually went from like room to room place to place and she didn't personally herself she went around the region and just say like a kind of manager perspective I want them doing like that I want oh, this doing a, like that no she yeah, was in there every room thought, yeah. she yeah. was she checked everything there was a an interview on one of the documentaries that we watched with one of her friends who was saying she literally was going to meet her for lunch and she was like right I haven't got the time to meet you for lunch you can follow me around and she was going around every single room in this place just like Ian said but she was writing it down going that banister's chipped that mirror needs to be screwed on the wall a bit tighter that door's squeaky that this and she made sure everything even though it was made to Trump standards really cheaply yeah. and crappily <laughs> she was making sure that it was to her standards and then there's a boss quote by as well I don't know if you remember it where she was saying as well as going round and making sure everything was sound if it didn't move speak or breathe she painted it gold <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah is it <laughs> it's like Donald found the right woman at the time though isn't he it? really did oh, it's yeah. like, isn't it like it, it boggles the mind because he basically found another him and I don't understand yeah. how it broke apart it was, it was a bit mad that wasn't it I mean, yeah. it's you know, Slater may say things about Donald but what you can say is he puts the hours in like yeah. he gets up early he works all day and he get that he lives to work he lives to make money yeah. and he has just found someone what he had what he found someone who was literally just so ideal for insane. him really. oh yeah, yeah perfect for him and um, I mean she loved him you could tell that she loved him yeah. and even so much so even after all this divorce and stuff they're, in, they're still in contact they still speak together just yeah, still, yeah still, still, still talk at this point she wasn't in charge of this uh, casino but she had a lot of stuff to do with the refurbishments and everything he actually made a different fella Steve Hyde which essentially he made like the presence he called it the chief operating officer but essentially the, the presence or director of the casino itself mm. and it was a year later is this Trump Castle that you're talking about that was actually the next project which was about a year later he opened up uh, which is fifth one and in this one he actually puts Ivana uh, into uh, the chief operating officer the top position for that one like the director because it's set in the same city there's mm. He's opened two casinos in the same city. They are now rival casinos. So you've got like this very... You've got a lot of conflict going on between this uh, So she's Steve the boss of one and Steve Hyde's the boss of the yeah. other one, is it? Yeah, and, okay. and so even though they both work from the both his casinos, they're getting very competitive with each other. Undercutting each other. Um, oh, yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. Oh, it's like... Someone to give someone a comp line. To, uh, I don't know if you know much about casinos, but if they've got a lot of money, they'll like give them complimentary rooms or give them no, complimentary yeah. food or something like that. And they'll give someone these lines of complimentary stuff because they know that they're going to get that back tenfold with the amount that they gamble. And say, what was the initial one called? The Trump Plaza. First casino that I done was Trump Plaza. Both trying to do really well and stand out and he kind of pitted them against each other he, lo- he, he revelled in it oh he loved that oh, yeah, yeah he, he really did revel in it and he started well, they started kind of like really competing in the sense of like undercutting each other offering something if someone does one thing well I've got to go do it better 
Yeah, so like mm. need, maybe Trump Plaza would offer a a room for free for a high roller, whereas then Ivana would get wind of it and go, well, Trump class, Trump Castle, we can offer you a suite. And then it'd just be a total game of one-upmanship from then it's on in. It's so weird though, isn't it? Rather than competing with all the other casinos, why are they competing with the same company? It, Trump loves it. Yeah, he'd do it for, for that, that favouritism for Trump, to stand out, to say, I'm better. He wants to be a king, doesn't he? That's yeah, what he, it is. He, he, well, he buys off it, he feeds off it. Yeah. And there's, there's even, I don't know if you heard the story there, that she actually got a, a chopper to collect someone from Steve's Casino. Yeah, I think, I think I think he did it. Yeah, his own chopper and brought him to her casino. Like th- that's God. the stakes. So it's the costing so much money yeah. to just get that extra one up over the other the other side. That's like bad business management, isn't it? It's terrible business management. But he was loving it. He was feeding off it, and it but it shows the levels they will go to to win. In the mid to late 1980s this is where Trump really hits his stride started living it up a little bit and at this point he said he, he, he's well he's allegedly got a, a net worth of 800 billion dollars yeah he's, he's essentially like the richest person who could ever possibly yeah. live yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the best richest person yeah. Yeah. Rich Trump has an annual else. GDP that's bigger than the entirety of the United States yeah. <laughs> and he starts going he starts living a bit more lavishly and starts going on a bit of a spending spree yeah so he, he basically just buys well everything realistically <laughs> what, I what can you say what big thing does he does he buy and he's all going on a spending spree then realistically if you went on a spending spree like say say you just thought I'm feeling a bit flush what would you buy I'm not talking about Richie I'm just talking about you now cocaine cocaine right? <laughs> now, he's a straight living guy so he doesn't like cocaine so think about a possession something that you might keep what would you buy blow up doll blow up doll well not Trump Trump goes out and buys an airline <laughs> as well as an airline he buys a football team puts his name on board games he buys basically everything that you could possibly think of if there is such a thing as diversification of a business Trump is like the king at this point and goes into businesses he has absolutely no fucking idea about yeah just just dives in with two feet just going I'm doing this and I'm doing it the best for cutlery he was using 24 karat gold. Oh, oh yeah, just right, yeah. on his shuttle, on his, on his, on his plane. shuttle planes. Yeah. 24 karat gold cutlery. It was it was ridiculous. Again, the insides of these things that he'd get, it's like everything. If it wasn't breathing, moving or speaking, it'd be gold. But mind you, I can say, we see 24 karat. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. it's 24 karat gold, three microns thick on the outside yeah, of stainless yeah, steel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, he's not lying, he's not yeah, it's, it's yeah. technically 24 karat gold. I didn't say how much was in there. But it's it's just ridiculous. The guy basically just goes out and buys everything because he thinks he's the king of the earth. Yeah, all right, fair enough. He is wildly successful. He's got a lot of money. But if you think about what he's actually done, he's had, what, four projects? Yeah. That have been successful? Four buildings, mm. which have done, all right. Oh, no, sorry. So done, you got four buildings and... Got uh, one and refurb. And a rink. <laughs> yeah. So you got one refurb, one building that he's actually made, a skating rink that he just got someone else to do. Yeah. He, didn't, yeah. he didn't really do that at all. He just went, you go do this. Got that for free as well. Yeah. Yeah. He finished a casino that someone else had started, bought one that someone else had finished. Yeah. And... That's it. But he just he thinks he's like king shit. King Don Juan. Yeah. yeah, so he's just king just of the goes castle. Nuts. Go just goes nuts. Like mental. Just me- 
maybe he was with, or maybe he generally believed he was with eight hundred billion because he was spending like it. It was. <laughs> yeah, he spending other people's money <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to that amount. It was unreal the amount of money that he was spending. But then it's it's crazy because during all this as well, his his marriage is still like pretty rock solid. I mean, Ivana loves him. She, every time she's seen on the the news, she's like, "My husband's so amazing. I yeah. love my husband so much. I love him this. I love that." Can't say more nice things. Well, she she, she literally can't. I mean, this this looked like the life that everyone would want to aspire to. He's got a supermodel on his arm. He's got lovely little kids. He's got all the money in the world and he can buy whatever he wants. Yeah. Literally, like, if there was an American dream, he is living it. Like, yeah. <laughs> And he's and people still say, oh, he's self-made. He's self-made. No, he's not. No, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's I'm not. A, I'm a self-made man. Small loan. Small loan of an entire fucking company. <laughs> it's amazing how much little lies can just snowball all for him, isn't it? Ah, it's just I mean, it's crazy. To, to be fair, like in that perspective, it's manipulation mm. that creates a self-made. Isn't it? It's the way he just manipulates and takes advantage, mm. and that's done it for him. Like that's it's it's madness. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Like. I mean, at this point, fair play to the guy. He has taken an amount of money and made it significantly larger. Yeah. Like, significantly larger. But he's also playing with fire for the amount of stuff that he was buying at oh, that point. Oh, yeah, he, just got, he was going apeshit, wasn't he? Yeah, he was just going nuts. But it was around this time as well that he met a woman called Marla Maples. Now, don't forget, his, his missus was... She was managing at Trump Castle and so we found himself this little Marla Maples this little dancer you know performing and stuff like that lovely body (laughs) 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 ooh that's a nice one man and he had her staying at Trump Plaza in the other the other other casino so and you know he was you know, he was keeping it quite a part at first. He was keeping, you know, quite be a bit crafty with it. Down low. Yeah. yeah. She, she's working that side. But then over time, he just gets a bit more flamboyant with ah, whatever, don't care. To the point where, you know, he's there's places where his wife is Havana and he's rocked up or at least invited Marla to. <laughs> so they're both in the same... And you can tell the type of person he is. If he's a person who's, even though financially it won't be more beneficial to him to see two his own two casinos like vie back and forth for you know for his approval mm. you know he was beasting off the fact that his wife and his girlfriend are in the same room and oh, he's yeah, like he's, he's like he's got a massive power trip off that oh yeah he's, he's like I am beasting like he is that's what's made him hard not not the actual fact that he's got a supermodel and a dancer it's the fact that he's going <laughs> <laughs> and neither of them know that they're here <laughs> he's probably the type to be like when he's banging is his wife or or dad girl? He's got like mirrors all around the room, like a scene oh, from American Psycho. Yeah, yeah. that's he's, the kind of type, isn't it? Jackie bangs of a suit on. He's Bateman, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably yeah. just it's top off, <laughs> holding his hair up. <laughs> yeah. Huey Lewis in the news in the background, <laughs> just looking into the mirror, just staring at himself, kissing his bicep. Hairy <laughs> <laughs> <Hairy> flabby arms. <laughs> I say that would kiss me on my mind. Well, that's a hairy flabby arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he is he is definitely a Patrick Bateman on the side, isn't he? Yeah. You can see him just Ooh. going <laughs> <laughs> What do you reckon he gets his missus to shout out? <laughs> you're, the, you're the king. You're God, God. <laughs> like, you're well, the Don. Don Don No But every shout out has no name. I reckon he does. <laughs> Donald Donald Oh Donald Oh Don Don Big man. Oh. <laughs> she welcomes <laughs> Mr. President. <laughs> Almost landing to the helipad. <laughs> 
So around this time that he's playing like, well, essentially hide and seek with his girlfriend <laughs> yeah. and his wife, uh, he actually releases a book. So his book, the one that everyone knows of, Trump, The Art of the Deal. Oh, yes. And now when I say his book, he's actually co-author with a guy called Tony Schwartz, who was a journalist at the time. So you pay someone to do your biography, but then you still say, well, well, well I, I, I kind of wrote it because it was my so life. I, I, it's yeah, my yeah, life, yeah. yeah. That's essentially the amount of input that he had. This guy wrote the whole fucking book. Whole book. And only they listened to Trump. Trump wrote the whole thing when he was six years old. It came to him in a dream and he wrote it on toilet paper and all kinds of shit like that. But, <laughs> yeah, that, he wrote the whole book, according to Trump. But it was this other guy, Tony Schwartz. Tony Schwartz himself <laughs> called writing the book the greatest re- regret in his entire life, <laughs> without question. <laughs> Oh Jesus, that's, that's a major um, compliment right there. Well, I'll tell you, I'll be known for that one, that's the thing. Because this is it, it's supposed to be like a biographer. Schwartz, the guy who actually wrote this, said he should recategorize the work as fiction. <laughs> oh, really? 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 Jesus Christ. That's that is how much this is just well, it's bull shit. I've have read the reviews at the time. Bullshit. Trump has put out a I can't remember the exact number, but it's something in the region of twelve books. So Trump's put out Is that sales. Well this is Now Trump has actually put out somewhere in the it's in the low double figures of books that he's he's put out himself. This, the art of the deal, is the only one that has ever made money. Literally the only one. Every other one costs more than it ever made. Do you reckon he, um, with this one, Charlie just bought most of them himself? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a room in Trump Tower that's literally just full of these books. <laughs> he didn't even buy it for the sales, it's just because the front cover had a picture of him. <laughs> Either that or like, 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 he's probably that naive, yeah. he's bought into the butcher bin. Oh, but what about me? I'll buy that. <laughs> <laughs> well, back here. Oh, another book about me. Yeah. Oh, another book about me. <laughs> multiple colleagues, I don't know. <laughs> It's like either that or the pillars in the Trump Tower that have got some of the bodies in are finally crumbling, so he's using it to properly <laughs> seal them. Well, he's um, when you say about the author of that book as well, he had some other, like, other things to say about him. You said he was um, he felt he had uh, sociopathic tendencies. He said he didn't really like have a clear concept of what was right and wrong yeah. when he was giving him examples of stuff it was a very disturbing feedback he get well that's fine that's okay I can do that and it was always from his perspective like you couldn't wrong him but he was allowed to wrong you yeah and when actually trying to advertise and promote the book there's a comment he makes himself uh, Trump and he says if people screw me I screw back in spades <laughs> like, 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 I can screw you, that's fine, but if you screw me, I'm really gonna fuck you. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that, like, it's it's so self obsessed. You better take it, but if you try and hit me back, yeah. I'm gonna triple whatever you hit me with. And that's, it's, uh, it's he said, it actually disgusted them, kind of scared them a little bit, the way someone with that wealth and that power had that mindset and had that mentality. So it's a bit early on someone who's got to know the fella, like, not just from us, mm. uh, where we read some stuff about him or see some stupid things he says. Like, he's actually spent a lot of time with, with him. I think yeah. he'd spent over 100 hours with Trump. I, I couldn't imagine spending one hour with Trump, 100 hours. I've, I've spent not even a quarter of that doing research on Trump, and I feel emotionally destroyed (laughs) spending that time with that guy would probably finish me off (laughs) the thing about this book as well this is this is one that you've got to you've well it's it's trump (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. It's just Trump. So when this book came out, Trump and Schwartz, they had an agreement to split the royalties 50-50, right? So in 1988, Trump set up the Donald J. Trump Foundation and he was going to give away the royalties from the book sales. So in Trump's words, not fake news as he will say it is, but it's Trump's words, he promised four to five million dollars to the homeless, to Vietnam veterans for AIDS and multiple sclerosis, yep. right? Mm-hmm. A Washington Post investigation said those donations largely didn't happen. He said <laughs> he gave less to those causes than he did to his oldest daughter's ballet school. The Washington what? Post asked Trump's campaign when he was actually running for president if he had donated the $55,000 that he'd earned in the first six months of 2016 when his book took an uptake because he was running for president to charity as he'd promised and they declined to respond. On the flip side of this, right? So in 2016, Schwartz said he received somewhere in the region 1.6 million in royalty payments for this. And in October that year, he said the royalties he was still receiving for the book once he saw that Trump was running for president suddenly became for him blood money and he didn't want to be anywhere near it. It just felt wrong to even have it. (laughs) Right? So as a result, he said he'd be donating the previous six months of royalties worth... $55,000 $55,000 to the National Immigration Law Centre, <laughs> which advocates for more undocumented immigrants to remain in the US legally. And he'd earlier donated royalties of receiving the second half of 2015 worth $25,000 to a number of charities, including the National Immigration Forum. He said he wanted to help whoever Trump was attacking. <laughs> and this is coming from a fella who knows him a lot more than most of the media, most yeah. of anything that we see. Yeah. He spent oh, a lot of time. Off. I think about 100 hours, that's a lot of time. Um, like, if you, you hang out with people, that's a couple of hours. Like, you've known Trump for you're, quite you're a You're talking a span of months. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a good few months. He's, he's actually really got a chance to know him, being told all inside stories, and probably a lot of lies and exaggerations. Mm. But you're seeing that as well. You're seeing how he interacts with other people. And you'll probably be able to see through a lot of those lies as well. You'll probably be able to see the bullshit. Yeah, the longer you're with him, the more time you spend directly with him. You, you're going to see that, aren't you? Yeah, you're, you're going to see the bullshit. And, and, he, and he, wouldn't have, he, wouldn't have, he wouldn't have just believed him as well. He does research. Yeah, yeah. So you're putting the research in with what he's saying and just seeing it all and being like, oh my God, you mad bastard. That's <laughs> 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 Going back to Marla Maples, this relationship does start to grow a bit more now, get a little bit more serious. And Trump thinks, you know what, I'd rather spend... Well, this is what... Is what's perceived really is that Trump maybe want to spend a bit more time with her, want to kind of force his wife out of the situation a little mm. bit. So, as you can do because you've got the money, you just go and get yourself a nice all uh, the money, yeah, yeah, like <laughs> all the money in New York. He buys himself uh, the Plaza Hotel, you know, just just you know, dropping the water 408 mil. He doesn't right now. This is this is the interesting thing. This is a man who will make scrapes and cuts and on everything of the costs to try and save that extra penny for himself right he'll use like single light toilet paper in all of his rooms uh, and everything like that yeah do you know he'll do anything he can to get that extra it's all about he's, we've, we've described already the fact it's all about money generating money saying it's wealth he didn't even haggle on the price mm. they said 408 he went okay <laughs> now that that's not, not like that's unheard of yeah Unheard of. Especially those numbers as well. That that is madness. Which means obviously he's doing it for a reason. What he's said to the media was as well. He just seen something he wanted and he had to have it. Oh yeah, that right. was that was the excuse he gave, wasn't it? It was like, oh well, I see it every day from a window, and then the reporters going, well, I see buildings that I walk past every day. I don't think I've got to buy them. He's like, well, it's just a different mindset, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I just yeah, have... yeah, yeah. When I see something I want it, and I know I have yeah. to have it, 
I get it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, so he does this, and then after he purchases the Plaza Hotel, he makes his wife the new manager of it, which means she's now out of Atlantic City and back in New York. She's out the way. He's hardly gonna ever see her. A bit more, you know. It's, it's don't forget, America is a massive place. Mm. It's not a small distance. It's not like you can just you know, pop over. It's a, a completely different state. It's a neighbouring state, but state. But you know, you got states in America which you know are bigger than Britain itself. It's yeah. not like you can just pop home, which makes it a lot more e- easier for him mm. to develop this relationship with Marla Maples. Well, you know, that's the thing, he's willing to spend 408 million just to develop this relationship. It's crazy for him, isn't it? Well, yeah. I think the other thing that kind of backfired for him as well is that once Ivana was in charge of the plaza, she really dug in like she does with everything. She really got into it. She was really good at refurbing. She did everything the way she wanted to. She made sure all the management was on the same wavelength. She knew exactly what she was doing and she ran that place like a tight ship and everyone knew it was her in charge. So much so when it came to the grand reopening under the Trump management, when Trump turned up with her, they walked into the room and no one gave a shit that Trump was there. Everyone only wanted to talk to Ivana because she was the one that done it all and everyone knew that she was the one who done it all and and that pissed him off something rotten I fucking annoyed the shit out of him that time it raised him it was not a happy bunny mm. you can see it when there's there's videos of him walking in and you can see that Ivana's loving it because she's getting the limelight and Trump oh fuck he is pissed <laughs> off <laughs> so pissed off fucking fury <laughs> he's all about that fame that attention that praise he is that type of character, it's and, not all and, and she's jealousy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He, she, she's, she's taking that away, and that, that's, I think that's essentially where, even if he still gave a shit about his wife, that's it right there when he's starting to think, oh, you bitch. Like, mm. how, how dare you take my thunder? Yeah, you're not getting better than me. No one's better than <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. I'm <laughs> the best me there is. <laughs> I am God Trump. <laughs> During this period, where he's on his mad spending sprees, he actually goes out and gets his third casino. Now, this also is in Atlantic City. A third casino in Atlantic City. He's just competing with himself now. Yeah, he's basically trying to own Atlantic yeah. City. Yeah. And with this as well, he was just, he was banging out all the positive notes, wasn't he, as well? He was, he was saying, it's going to be the largest privately financed building ever. It's going to be second only to the Pentagon. And to be fair, I mean... He wasn't technically wrong. This place was oh, ma- fucking huge. Hmm. Big place. Yeah. Big, massive. big, big place. And he was saying that with billions of dollars, apparently, and apparently the bankers were in line to lend them money. Yeah, by now, I mean, all he had to do was say his name and everyone was thinking, Jesus, this guy's successful. So everyone believed everything he said. We're going to end it there, but we hope we've got across the, the, this mad streak that he was on. He was just accumulating, generating wealth, building more stuff. He was kind of on a roll. He was, well, from what we can perceive, he was on a roll. He was literally, I mean, he made himself out to sound like the king of the universe. And at this point, I'm not surprised he felt like it because everything he seemed to touch turned to gold. And if it didn't, Ivana would paint it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I think, some of the media did say he had the Midas touch. Or yeah, the Midas touch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was probably him. It was probably, it was probably <laughs> him. Yeah. It was probably him. Uh, but we will, we will we'll leave it there. Yeah, right. we will finish here for this week. And we're going to pick up right where we left off next week for part three. So thank you once again for joining us. As always, down in the description, we have all of our social media links. We have our email 
please contact us please like please share please subscribe and we will catch you next time all right folks thanks for listening see you later bye bye uh, bye bye